Welcome to Seasonal Living Mamas podcast. I'm super excited. I have Jen Collins on with me today. And so Jen is the owner and chief self-care officer of the Mama Needs a Subscription Box and podcast, Mama Needs a Podcast. So I was over on Jen's podcast um, towards the end of last year, and now I'm super excited to get to kind of turn the tables on you, Jen, and get to know you a little bit more. So I want to first kind of dive into motherhood, and I want to know what is your favorite thing about motherhood? Oh, my favorite thing about motherhood. Um, I just love watching them try new experiences, um, whether they, you know, succeed or fail. Um, I just love seeing their eyes light up when they learn something new, when they try something new. Um, I think it's so brave. You know, I try to instill bravery and courage in my kids. Um, I have a, I have one child, my middle, my middle child who's a boy. He can sometimes get a little scared and not want to try new things. And, um, so a big kind of theme in our house is like, do the hard things. Um, you have nothing to lose, you know? So I just love kind of watching them explore, um, and see, see what they're good at and, and, you know, maybe what they, what they shouldn't keep, keep doing because maybe they're just, it's not their thing and let's try this thing instead. So, yeah, I don't know. I, that's one of my favorite things about motherhood for sure. Mm, I love that. And how old are your kiddos? Um, so I have an 11-year-old daughter, an 8-year-old son, and a 4-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, my youngest, he's almost, almost four. He was a leap day baby, so he's almost oh, how there. Fun. <laughs> I know. Well, that's cool. <laughs> First official birthday this year. So we're going to have a nice <laughs> big party. I figured every four years we can do a nice big party for them. <laughs> that's right. You totally should. That's amazing. Yes. So I want to kind of know, um, cause self-care is kind of your thing. What yeah. does self-care mean to you? Cause I think there's so many different definitions that we've heard and seen. So I want to know kind of what is your take on self-care? Yeah. Self-care is almost kind of a cliche and a buzzword now, um, which kind of makes me sad, but, um, I just feel like self-care is anything that makes you come alive. Anything that fills you up, fills up your soul. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the, the normal like cliche, um, you know, pedicures, spa days, things like that are so nice, but they're kind of out of reach for moms on a normal basis. And, um, you know, to me, I don't think that that actually fills you up. Um, so I try to think of things that I know will, um, you know, I've become more self-aware as a mom, the older that I get and the older that my kids get, I just, I feel like I've become more self-aware of what is draining and what is soul filling. And, uh, something that I talk about a lot on my podcast and with my subscription boxes is that we want to serve our families from a place of abundance and not overwhelm. And so, you know, so often we are just bombarded with, um, overwhelming things. We're constantly giving, we're constantly busy trying to take our kids here and there. I know when my kids were little, I was constantly taking them to the doctor. They were just always sick. Um, they were prone, they have allergies and asthma and just prone to being sick. And I was just dead by the end of the day. I was just so tired all the time, working full time. Um, And so that's just become a theme. Yes, yes, it's become a theme for me of 
what is going to fill me up? Because I cannot continue at that pace. I, I could not, I was about to burn out. And so self-care for me is, is finding those um, moments of time, making them a priority. Um, you know, if I need to budget for it, then so be it. But usually self-care doesn't have to cost you anything. And I've gotten rid of any guilt that I've ever felt about taking care of myself. Obviously, my family is important to me, um, top of my priority list, but um, it can't be at the expense of, of me and my sanity, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, self-care is extremely important to me. And um, yeah, to me, it's just um, what is going to fill you up so that you can, again, give from that place of abundance and not overwhelm. Mm, I love that. And I think the guilt factor that you brought up, I actually had someone message me actually just this past week about the guilt. So I had shared that I woke up and this was on like on a weekend and I, um, you know, got up at four 45 and I usually, I'm an early bird. So I get up pretty early and, yeah. um, you know, no alarm, just kind of went downstairs and did my own thing. Like did my little morning rituals and just kind of journaled, meditated, just danced, whatever I wanted to do. Um, you know, a few hours before, you know, my family was up and she had messaged, how do you how do you come, you know, to do that without feeling guilty? Cause she said, you know, obviously I went to bed early. I went to bed at like seven 30 or eight the night before. And she said, she feels guilty about leaving her spouse, you know, there by himself and you know, their kids are in bed and she's like, you know, we can finally have some together time. And then how do you kind of deal with maybe that guilt on, you know, not just with the kids, but maybe with your spouse or your partner as well. Do you have any tips for that? Yeah. Um, I often tell people to, to like, I think it's important to visualize. So if you're going to visualize your life continuing at the pace that you're doing without taking time for yourself, um, you know, try to visualize and imagine what that looks like, uh, you know, a year down the road, two years down the road, whatever. Um, and you can, you know, if you're being honest with yourself, you can see that, uh, that's not going to go well. Um, and I just feel like if, if you kind of, kind of visualize and imagine, uh, what your life looks like without practicing any self-care, um, because usually most of us know how it feels to be filled up and in a happy, good kind of centered place. Um, so we can draw off that experience to think about this. And so if we are constantly feeling drained and overwhelmed, um, we're not going to do well. We're not going to do well. Our, our mental state is not going to be well, our emotional state, physical, you know, it all, it, it's all together. And I've been, I've literally been at that place. <laughs> so I can speak to this. Um, so if I, if I'm imagining my life like this, I am not going to be happy with my life, um, being constantly overwhelmed and just tired and exhausted and in survival mode. And so, I just think that eliminates the guilt right there. I mean, I, I've talked to so many women who, who are in a healthy place where they um, practice self-care and they just say, you know, it's, it's, it's not smart not to practice self-care. And I, I agree with that. It's, it's, it's smarter to take care of yourself um, and then be able to do all the things that you need to do. Um, and if someone's making you feel guilty for taking care of yourself, then that's a, you know, a whole different conversation. But I just think, I just think the guilt goes away when we realize we cannot continue at this pace because this, this is what's inevitably, inevitably going to happen is that I'm going to burn out and that's not good. 
Mm, yes. Yeah, I completely agree. Cause I've, you know, I've definitely been there too, where well, when my son was really little, you know, it's a lot harder when they're really little. And yeah. you know, I want to talk about that next is kind of that evolution of self-care. And, um, you know, I just didn't necessarily make time for myself and didn't really know how to yet as a mom. Like, I think I was like in total denial or like oblivious to like how yeah. my life would change after I had a child. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Things are, things are different and, um, things have shifted. I can't just go to the gym whenever I want, or I can't even like for me, like I need my massages. If I work out, I work out quite a bit. And so I'm like, if I don't get those, like I get stiff and mm -hmm. I've realized I haven't had one in over a year. And for me, like that is essential to keep my body from tightening up. And I'm like, oh, cause it's just another layer. Like I have to get childcare now and you know, it takes right. a little bit more planning. And so I think sometimes like some of those things like planning in advance and you know, like my husband is super supportive of, you know, all of that. And so as long as I give him a heads up, he's like, yep, yep, totally fine. Um, but I know we're also in a weird situation because we both work for ourselves. And so we have a little bit more leniency than, you know, yeah. a lot of people do. And so, you know, having those conversations, I think, and having the support built around you and, you know, even asking a friend or a, you know, like my parents don't live very close, but my in-laws do if they can help out occasionally. And mm -hmm. that goes a long ways. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and I'm in the same situation where my husband and I both own businesses and we both work from home the majority of the time. And, um, but we don't, we, we're the same as you. Like we don't live in a place where we have family nearby. You have your in-laws, but, and we had my in-laws were two hours away at one point. And so they would come get the kids on a weekend. And that would be, that was like soul giving, you know, yes, <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're gone now. They moved to Michigan and my parents live in Florida and I'm in North Carolina. So like, we don't, we just don't have people we can call to be like, we need a break, come over or take them, or I'm going to drop them off at your house, whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, but there you do, you have to be intentional, um, and work it into your schedule and communicate with your, your spouse. Yeah. Yes. So along those lines, you know, I think for many people that I've talked to is the self-care kind of evolution. You know, now that you have a few kids, you know, kind of have a nice span of ages. So you kind of have seen it from many different, like, okay, now that you have an 11 year old, how has maybe your self-care changed from, you know, your youngest is four and four, like my son, who's almost that age, they're a little bit more self-sufficient and he can entertain himself longer. But for those who might have younger kids and they're not quite at that stage yet, do you have any advice for the kind of evolving that self-care as your kids evolve? Yeah. Um, the different seasons, just the, 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 sorry, let me start that over. <laughs> the different seasons of motherhood will dictate what you can do and what you cannot do. And so I think just being real with yourself and knowing what you can and cannot do in the different seasons is key. So, you know, going from zero kids to one can be quite a shock <laughs> to the system. Um, and so, you know, being yourself alone at home, I remember saying like, I don't love, I don't like being home alone. I, you know, like I always hated when my husband would leave, you know, for a meeting or like a guy's night or something like that. And I'd be home alone. And a friend of mine was like, well, get ready because you're never going to be alone again. And I was pregnant <laughs> with our first kid. <laughs> and I didn't realize like how true that statement actually was <laughs> until now. And now I like, I'm an, and that just shows you, like I was a huge extrovert before I had kids because I never wanted to be alone. I always wanted to be around people. And once I had kids, now that I have three, I crave alone time and I'm like, find that I'm more introverted, which is so odd. But 
Yes. For those moms who have little kids, even kids with special needs, you know, all the things that, um, that make it very difficult for you to take time alone. Um, you know, the guilt factor, the money factor, I've been in all of those places actually. Um, and what I found is that I just, I just try to do what I can when I can. Mm -hmm. And then as, as my kids have grown, I finally, get my head above water and I can see, Oh, now I'm able to do this because my kids are 11, eight and four. And, you know, I can, I can leave my kids at home for like an hour with, um, you know, an iPad or an, an old iPhone where my daughter can message me. And I, I just tell everybody, you know, don't eat anything while I'm gone because I don't want anybody choking. Um, <laughs> and you know, watch TV and mommy will be back in an hour. Um, and I don't do that very often, but I feel more comfortable now doing it because my kids are older. And of course I would never have done that when, um, they were smaller never, never. So I don't know. I just feel like, uh, you know, sometimes self-care, especially when we moved far away from our family and friends about five years ago, um, and we were in a new town and I was pregnant and I had a, um, five-year-old and a two-year-old, uh, yeah, two-year-old. And, um, we had zero money. Um, you know, and I had, I had oodles of time, um, aside from having the little kids at home, like I didn't work. So I just took walks and that was self-care. Like I would read a book that was self-care. I would call my mom and my best friend because I needed to connect with another human because I didn't know anybody in this town. And so that was self-care. Um, so there are definitely ways and, um, you know, different ideas that you can do to, to fit it in, in whatever season that you're in. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's, it is funny how it evolves um, from, you know, when your kids are really little and, and need you all the time to now where they're getting more independent and, you know, they don't have to have your full attention every minute. And, um, you know, again, with, with the spouse aspect, like having a spouse that's super, um, supportive. And, um, you know, if I just tell him I've got to tag out, I've got to go take a bath or I've got to go get, you know, I'm going to go get coffee with a friend cause I haven't talked to her in a few weeks. So things like that I can do now where I really couldn't do some of that stuff when I had newborns, you know, I was nursing, so they needed me around the clock and, um, and I was working full-time when I had little kids, um, when I first started having babies. And so, um, I was drowning and, and I wish that I had made some more time for self-care, but, um, kind of like you said, I didn't know that I even needed it. I was very, I was 25 when I had my first child and didn't know what I was doing. And I just, you know, didn't know self-care was even a phrase or a thing. So yeah, I, I just think, um, recognizing that it can evolve, being real with yourself, um, knowing what you can and cannot do, and just trying to do what you can when you can is the key. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, it doesn't have to take so long either. Cause I think sometimes no. when people think like, I need a ton of time to block out my self-care and for me, like my morning rituals, and I like to call it rituals versus routine, just cause it's routine just sounds kind of boring. And then I get stuck in like doing it even like, I feel like I should instead of like my rituals kind of like, well, what do I want to do today? And it's kind of flowy. And so that's why I like to use that word. Yeah. And, um, like some days it's five minutes. Like some days I come downstairs and because I do have to get up at four 30, 
three days a week before I have to like get out and get to the gym. Like I still want to connect. And so it's just like, Hey, I got five minutes. Um, you know, let's just sit down, grab a journal, write whatever comes to your head and boom, that's it. And sometimes like my flowy couple hours that maybe on the weekends I have, I like that because I don't get that very often. So for me, I'd rather go to sleep early on a Friday and Saturday night. So I can have that time in the morning because that fills my cup up for the whole rest of the week I found. And if I don't do that, or if I don't get, you know, if I get one day, I'm okay. But if I don't get any days like that, I really throws my week off because I don't have that nice connection point to myself, um, possibly the whole rest of the week, depending on my husband and my son's schedules and who's on, you know, kiddo duty. And so like, that's where it gets tough. And so I think, you know, how we can kind of do this, because this is going to kind of lead into that next question I was going to ask you too, is about, I hear so many people who are like, well, I don't know exactly what I should do for (laughs) self-care. you know, and they feel kind of lost, like, well, I don't know exactly what would make me happy. So do you have any advice around like maybe finding that starting self-care that does fill their cups up for the whole week? Yeah. So like one example I give is that, um, I used to go for pedicures with my mom and being with her and having that time with her is definitely soul filling. But like now that I don't have her, um, I don't care to get pedicures anymore. Um, you know, I have her, but she's not geographically <laughs> near me, <laughs> but I don't care to get pedicures. They, they don't actually fill me up because I'm just sitting there. I don't really love people touching my feet. I don't want to pay for it. I can just do it myself. Um, and so for me, that's not soul filling. That's not relaxing. That's not self-care for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just trial and error helps a lot. Um, trying to just figure out, you know, how you feel after you do something, whatever the something is. Um, do you enjoy reading? Does that actually fill you up or does it stress you out? Um, is it too much to think about? Like I have a friend who doesn't read nonfiction at all. Um, and she only likes fiction because she feels like she can escape. Mm. And so I, I can go there with her. That's, that's great. So if that's what helps her, um, you know, get filled up, then so be it. Um, and you know, our boxes, um, also kind of provide that medium because they're done already done for you and they, you know, you order them, they arrive at your door and they've got a variety of different things inside. I try to literally hit, you know, physical, emotional, mental, like all the spiritual, like all the things. Um, and so there's something, I feel like there's something for everyone in the box. Um, and there's four to six items in there. And, um, so trying the different things, knowing what, you know, you didn't like, or you did like, um, I've got, you know, tips that are in there. And so like that you just open it and you can find easy ways to practice self-care right then, or whenever it is that you can fit it in. So, yeah, I always find that when, um, you know, women have, all of a sudden a, an open window of time and they're like, Oh, what should I do? Like, should I do the laundry? Should I clean? Should I look on my phone? What should I do? Well, I just feel like that's, that's, that's my, my place to come in and say like, you know, I've got these boxes full of stuff that you can do. You just open whenever you're ready. Um, I've also got, you know, free stuff all, all the time on my um, Instagram and email where I give tips. Um, so there's, I've thought of a lot of ways um, to practice self-care that are just really simple, free, don't take a lot of time, don't take a lot of money, and that that really just kind of don't don't um, give you that guilt factor that we were talking about earlier. So, so yeah, I think just 
you know, finding, finding the things that fill you up and taking out the things that don't. <laughs> so I no longer go to get pedicures um, because it just doesn't relax me. So just finding, like make a list. Like I have, I have a list that I also offer as like a, when you join my email list, you get 75 ways to practice self-care right now. Ooh, and so like, that. yeah. Where can so people like, find that? Yeah. If you go to our website, mamaneedsbox.com, um, scroll down to the bottom and put your email address in at the very bottom. Um, that's something that you'll get. Um, and you can download from the email that I send. And so it's just this really, you know, it's a big list. So, um, just print it out and I would just read through and just like put a check marker, like, a you know, circle the ones that stand out to you the most. Cause obviously everybody's self-care is going to look different. So there's going to be some that really don't speak to you. Um, but using that list is a, is a great starting point, I think. Mm, I love that. And that's, I was just having this conversation um, with a client yesterday about, um, you know, we were kind of doing rewards and sometimes our, you know, bad behaviors, quote unquote, um, they lead to, they give us a reward. So mm -hmm. whatever that might be there, we're getting a reward out of it. That's why we keep repeating it. And so we were talking about, well, what could she replace it with? And I'm like, okay, so if you finish this task, you know, for her, it was procrastinating. I'm like, if you finish early, you allotted 30 minutes and say you finish in 20 with that extra 10 minutes, what can we do? Like, what would be fun for you? Which is kind of like that self-care. And yeah. I think so many of us, our default is our phones, you know, and let's scroll yeah. social media. And I mean, let's be honest, a lot of us don't feel better after we've been on social media, you know, for 10 minutes. Like, we're just like, ugh. Yeah. And so I'm like, what would be that thing for you? And, you know, for her, she's like, oh my goodness, I love to just go on like um, thrift stores and just like look at their website and see what they have. I'm like, perfect. Like that's her like self-care is just like, this is what I get to do. And that's yeah, her thing. That wouldn't, great. would that be mine? No, you know, but that's <laughs> her thing, you know? And so that's kind of where it's cool. Like everyone has that unique flavor. And so having those 75 ideas, I think, I mean, for sure, you're going to find probably at least 10 that's just for you. Yes, exactly. And I wanted to say one other thing. I never want um, people to think like self-care only has to be done alone mm -hmm. and it doesn't ever involve your kids because I find that, um, you know, my very first answer to your question was um, watching my kids light up when they try something new, mm -hmm. like that self-care for both of us. I love being with my kids. I love traveling with them. Not that we get to travel a ton, but like when we do, it's so fun. We went to St. Louis this summer and went to the, um, the arch obviously. And that was amazing to them. And it was just so fun to experience that with them, a new thing, a new city that we've never been to. Um, and yeah, I just think self-care can also be being with your kids. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be, oh my gosh, I need a break all the time. Um, that's definitely part of it. And I think you should have alone time because everybody needs time away from their kids. And the kids sometimes really need time away from you. Um, it's sometimes it's so great for them to be with grandparents, aunts and uncles, um, you know, different people in their lives that are encouraging and speak life into them and, um, and help them in different ways that you can't. So, so yeah, all that to say, I, I just always want to say that because I'm, I'm not advocating to not spend, spend any time with your kids. Cause, um, that's one of my favorite things to do. So. 
I'm so glad you said that. Cause I think so many times, um, like my friend and I had this discussion about like, she was getting frustrated with, um, you know, she seeing all the people just talking about needing breaks from their kids. And she's like, I love being with my kids. And I feel right. bad that like, I really enjoy it when everyone else seems to really hate it. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's different. Cause I just have one child and like, we, like uh-huh. we do so many different adventure days, like in the afternoons, it's just ours to do whatever. And you know, yeah. he loves going on, you know, mama and Jalen adventures. And so that's where I'm like, I don't know, maybe we're just weird. So I love that you brought that up. Cause I think so many times that, you know, maybe we feel guilty. Like our self-care is like taking my son down to my favorite small town and we have our little walk. We go to the park and the ice cream shop. Like that's our thing. Yeah. And, that's, you know, and like, that's so that's self-care sweet. for both of us. Yes. It's so sweet. And he'll remember those, those dates with his mommy. Like it's, it's the sweetest thing. I love taking my kids on mommy dates. Um, I think some moms, uh, don't realize how tired they are. Um, like how tired, like, sorry, hold on. I don't think that some moms know that they do need a break from their kids. Like some mom would, some moms would say, you know, I love my kids. I don't want to be away from them. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that could be a control issue, which I could, I am guilty of that. So I'm not preaching to anybody to my friend right now, which is funny. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Hopefully she doesn't listen to this part. (laughs) You might know it's her. (laughs) No offense. Um, but you know, like just let somebody else, I just feel like let somebody else, uh, watch your kids so that you can have time. And I, you'd be surprised how good it feels. It might, it might be really hard the first couple of times to step away and give away some of that control. But mm-hmm. I think that it's so good for us, but, um, just, and even your spouse, like, cause yeah. for my friend, like she doesn't always leave it, leave her kids with their spouse where I'm like, but you, like your relaxation shouldn't be going to target, which is one of your kids. Like that's right. self care. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, Oh, so yeah, I think we can get in those ruts and like not even realize like, Oh, maybe I do need a break. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I think again, it's just being self-aware of, of your life at this moment, yeah. what you need, um, to fill you up and, and then to just be intentional and do it. Yes. So my final um, few questions, I want to talk about your subscription boxes and um, a little bit more about like, do you do monthly themes or kind of what, give us a glimpse of like what some of the past boxes have looked like. So people can be like, oh yeah, I definitely got to check these out. Yes. I love, I love talking about them. They're so much fun. Um, Such a creative, fun outlet for me. And I do theme the boxes every month. I try to pick, you know, fun, relevant, poignant themes, just depending on you know, what I'm seeing in the world, um, how I'm feeling, you know, so, uh, January was mama needs courage because I just feel like we all need that kind of boost of, of courage and bravery for the new year, you know, excuse me. Um, so I had a book in there called imperfect courage. Um, it's by an author called Jessica Honiger. Um, she owns an artisan jewelry business called noonday collection. Some of your listeners might know what that is, but, um, we included her book and then a bracelet from the Noonday collection. Um, I usually try to include some kind of snack. So this time we had these little snack bites that are really healthy. They're only made with like 10 ingredients. Um, they were vegan and gluten-free and all the things. 
Um, but sometimes we have chocolate because mama needs chocolate. Yes. <laughs> so, and that, that was a theme last um, February for Valentine's. Aww, uh, it was mama needs chocolate. I love it. Um, uh, this, this February, um, the box that's about to be shipped out at the very beginning of February is mama needs a date night. And, um, I'm just putting all kinds of stuff in the box that you could use for a date night out, a date night in, um, a date night with yourself. If you're a single mom or you just want to take that time to kind of in indulge and just enjoy time alone. Um, so yeah, I try to, I try to, I don't, include a book every month because I just feel like that's really overwhelming for people and not everybody loves to read. Um, I love, happen to love books, but I try to put them in like maybe quarterly. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, uh, if it's, if there's not a book in there, there's usually something to eat. There's usually, um, some kind of like cute fashion item, uh, some kind of spa item, um, you know, something for the bath or for the shower. I include some candles, um, a lot, um, coffee. I'm doing a whole box of coffee soon. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> and soaps and, you know, just all the kind of things, uh, journals, just, um, things that you, that you can use and everything has a purpose and everything is very curated and personal. Um, it's done by me. I don't choose anything that I haven't actually used myself. Um, or that I've tried, you know, I try to get samples so I can test things out before I put them in the box. Um, and I try to just be really careful and, and, and cautious about it. I have very high standards is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, and what's also in the box that's just included, um, like I said, there were self-care tips that I include in every box. I include 10 and they go along with the theme. So it kind of tells you like, this is what you, this is what you could do with this item that's in your box. Um, and then I also curate a Spotify playlist that goes along with the theme. Aww, I love and, it. Yeah, it's so fun. Spotify's free. So that's, um, you know, you ha there is a paid version, but you don't have to have a paid version to listen to the playlist. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's really fun too, is to just kind of pick those songs that go along with the theme every month. Um, so yeah, that's basically what the, the boxes are. Um, they're, they're really beautiful. They're branded boxes. They, they're a really nice surprise and uh, impression when they arrive in your mailbox or at your doorstep. And um, like I had said before, there's between four and six items, but usually um, on the six items side, I, tr I just, I love spoiling moms. <laughs> and so I probably put it more in than I, than I should, but I just try to make it a super nice, curated experience for moms that when you open it, you feel special mm -hmm. and you feel like, Oh, like Jen already thought of everything. So I don't have to, Aww. and, um, you just open it and begin. So that's the kind of, that's kind of the idea behind it. I love that. And then people can find those on your website. Yes. Mama needs Perfect. So I'll put that in the show notes. Is there anywhere else people can connect with you at online? Yes. So, um, I, like you mentioned at the beginning, I have a podcast, it's called the mama needs podcast, and you can find that at mama needs podcast.com. We're on, um, Apple podcasts and Spotify as well. And, um, on Facebook and Instagram, I'm at mama needs box. Perfect. I will put those in there as well.
Great. Well, thank you for all of this, Jen. I just have one final question. I always like to throw out a little weekly challenge to all the listeners. And then when I have guests on, I have the guest throw out the challenge for the week. So what would you like that challenge to be this week? I think that's so fun. What a great question and idea for, um, for people who listen to your podcast, because they can literally put something into action that week, which I love. Mm, so you. I guess that my challenge would be go and join my email list, download the 75 ways to practice self-care right now. And this is especially for you. If, if you're one of those people we were talking about before, where you don't know what to do for self-care. Um, it's overwhelming to think about it. Um, this list will give you all kinds of ideas that are free and simple. And so I would just encourage you to go like make that your challenge is to print it off and then go through and circle um, the things that speak to you and then go put them in your calendar and um, schedule it in and be intentional because that's the way that it will get done. It's <laughs> the way that you'll, you know, have it top of your mind, front of your mind. Um, and, and you'll actually maybe do it. Yes. I love it. Being intentional. I'm all about that. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Jen. It's been such a pleasure getting to chat with you all about self-care. Um, I think it's perfect timing for February. Cause I think we some, you know, that's kind of usually a theme for the month is kind of leaning into the love and you know, what better way to love is love on yourself. Give yourself yeah. a little self-care. So thank yes. you, Jen. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes. And thank you everyone in grace and gratitude.